1: Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au
0: A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive.
2: You're listening to the Run home with Kimbo and the Roach. Good afternoon everyone, 334. welcome to the show on what's been a drizzly Wednesday afternoon. Kimbo and the Roach with you for the next two hours live from Studio Luma SA. All thanks to our great friends at Balfours and Hyundai. talking of good friends is the Roach) Rooch, here he is. Rooch, here he is. Hey. Rooch. Good afternoon, shaka-lucky Michelangelo. Shaka-lucky Hello, l- Kim. Rooch.
3: It's late October. And I know I go by the sundial, but
2: spring's dragging its heels, isn't it? A little bit. Yeah, our seasons are all out of whack, Roach. There's no yeah. question of that. It's been going on for a time now. Looking forward to today's show. There's a bit to chat about uh, as we get into our guest, Roach. At four o'clock, we'll be joined by uh, international cricket guru, Bharat Sundarasan, who covered last night's game.
3: A lot of questions to ask, Bharat, about the way Perth didn't engage... With that World Cup game last night?
2: 25,000. Staggering, isn't it?
3: And it was in a very, very time zone friendly time for them. Not for us. So late. I understand the two and a half hour difference between us and Perth these days. But don't get it. They've been starved of international cricket for so long. What, they just lose their interest in it? I,
2: what I happened? Can't, I can't answer that. I was surprised at the start Great of the game. Great stadium? Yeah, and they said there was around 20,000 there and people still coming in. And I thought, well, the game's already underway. It's not yeah. as if
3: it's a tough economy in Perth, is it?
2: Disappointing yeah. crowd. Uh, is it Sri Lanka? Not big crowd pullers. Staggering. I understand the importance and the Australia's relevance. bad start. I understand the importance and the relevance. No, got nothing to do with it. I think that would have added to it, Root. Surely, well, people. We don't should. jump off that quick. Oh, you think? You think we don't jump? Not as fickle as you, Port supporters, Root. <laughs> <hey? laughs> oh, you brought that up yesterday. You said before no, anyone I has a go at me, no, you I brought did. it up at our I breakfast did. with yeah, all the dealer principals at Hyundai. Yes, I did. When they asked you how Port would go next year, and you Does said they if need
3: they to, need to deliver, all the fans go. Mm. Not
2: liking this. Hey, when we're talking cricket, we can throw a few things out there. And we're not trying to jump on someone when they're a little bit down. but Oh,
3: we're going to play selectors, are we?
2: Uh, Aaron Finch, his uh, form's been a little bit scratchy for some time now. Yes. He's out of the one-day competition to concentrate on T20. He's the captain. That adds another oh, yes. layer. Do you sack the captain? Do you drop the captain? Does that mean that Pat Cummings would take over as captain? Should Steve Smith come in and be the captain? Would he be a better opener?
3: Well, that's your great question. Do you have a better option? Is there an alternative that makes the side better? Is like there?
2: I think. Cameron Green, in current mm. form, is a better batsman, and he can bowl. Good point. Very Thank good you. Very good point. And Smithy can bowl his uh, legs yes. as well. Yes, he's got his
3: little ones, yeah.
2: yeah it's interesting. Yeah. Everyone's having their two bobs worse. I so listened to Callum Ferguson last night, and uh, Ferg, Fergalicious, used to be a regular on our show. He's gone to greater things, Reach. We give everyone a start. Yes, we do. Um, <laughs> we yeah. leave ourselves behind. <laughs> yeah, he thinks, he, he thinks uh, the yeah. team will stay the same. If he wasn't captain, dot, 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 finish the sentence. Well, that's what I mean. It adds another layer to it, and I think it keeps him there. And if you want to look for positives, he didn't get out. I don't know how. Mm. (laughs) He played and missed that Mm. many times. Uh, It would be remiss, though, and we will talk about it with Barat, if we didn't mention Marcus Stoinis and the Australian record for the fastest 50 in T20 cricket off 17 deliveries. He monstered the Strike rate of, what, 327? Ridiculous. Wow. He's a, he's a powerful unit. And Glenn Maxwell tipped it back in our favour as well before he copped a couple off short ones. Mitch Marsh was scratchy before he launched. Uh, but Aaron Finch, 31 off 42. We invite you to have your say on that. We're live and interactive. We enjoy all the different opinions. Zero four two seven one five four one double six. Being a Wednesday, Roach, what happens? Addie Randell. The list guru. We received a question last night. Is there any way that Adelaide, and we'll stretch that to Port Adelaide as well, could get in the market for Mateus Filippo, the son of Sam Filippo, the grandson of Peter Filippo? Uh, so we'll present that question to Matt Rendell. There'd have to be a fair bit of creativity, wouldn't there?
3: Oh, you're going to have to get into the top three of the draft. That's top three. Well, the word is Essendon are really keen, and they've got the fourth pick, so you're going to have to go before Essendon. If if that is if that is uh, look there are a lot. It wasn't of, that long ago.
2: He's outside of the top ten. You're saying he's top ten.
3: Well, no. It's just simply because Essendon has seemed to be uh, how can I put it the biggest interest in him. Mm. I mean, if Essendon had picked nine, then he goes at nine, so to speak. But if they got pick four, it. he goes number four. And other clubs would have probably different targets. That's the other thing about how the draft works. If they don't see. Philippo is their need because they see a player who sorts out their list mm-hmm. demands but if Essendon's genuinely interested in him and they've got pick four Porter and Adelaide would have to look at doing a deal with GWS and North Melbourne. I think it's too hard Kim
2: Well I would think so but uh, that's why we'll ask Matty because he has lived that life uh, before a uh, few texts coming through Rooch, bit of homework for you not straight away you like right. to get on your phone, then I lose you for five minutes. End oh, up talking to myself. I've got my phone with me, now. which is more enjoyable sometimes. Um, a text <laughs> has come through. What was the price of a ticket last night? Kemosabi. that's me. Um, well, look, they'll get fluff Benny onto that. What the ticket pricing? And given what we're paying for fuel at the moment, does that keep twenty-five thousand people away? Yeah, it's stronger, stronger
3: economy that we're always told about Perth, aren't we? Oh, in Adelaide, it'd be very concerning. Well,
2: they're a different country. They're not part of Australia, are yes, they? Yes,
3: they have. They are their own <laughs> republic. We know that.
2: Hey, Glennie sent through a text as well. We like this. Hi, guys. Ast- oh, Australia should drop Finch and Maxwell. Oh, come on. And bring in Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck. That's why the crowds are so low. Oh, Glennie. Oh, okay. So I thought we were going to get something... Uh, sensible then Um, I wouldn't be dropping Maxwell, I love Maxwell he's ahead of his time Uh, another player's been delisted, we'll get to that shortly we're going to ask Matt Rendell whether he'll get an AFL lifeline Uh, and at 5 o'clock we'll be joined by Amanda Jade Wellington the female Stuart McGill or
3: or she would want to be Australia's female Shane Warne though well if she was
2: rude she'd be playing for Australia now and she's not so timing she must is everything and sport, she must, isn't it? So she's Stuart McGill. Yes, yeah, so timing is everything. Uh, took five wickets the other day, five for eight. Yes, out here at Karen Rolton. Yeah. So they've got Melbourne. two games. They've got a game tomorrow against Brisbane, then a game on Friday against Perth. Yep. Uh, we've spoken to her before. She is absolutely delightful. True. All right, we're up and away. It's uh, 3.41. Let's go around the grounds, Roots. There's been a surgery, a significant one at the Cattery. Help me with this because I've been trying to remember. At the start of the final
3: series... Was everyone saying Tom Hawkins had a hamstring concern? Was that, was, or was that Jeremy Cameron? it was Jeremy Cameron, wasn't it? Yeah. Right, but yep. anyway, Tom Hawkins, surprise, surprise, had a foot problem mm. that he carried all the way through the finals and they've decided it's best for him to have surgery straight away rather than go through the pre-season with, will it be right, will it be wrong, will it be right? Just get it out of the way. So he's I, had I've, foot surgery.
2: I was staggered. And there's some talk that he might not be ready for the start of the season. So it's significant. So it's clearly serious. Yeah, significant surgery. Better to
3: get it over and done with? All Isn't right.
2: Isn't it? So that's what's happening at the Cattery. It yeah, uh, was Jeremy cameron Hampshire, uh, right? Yeah, they get an opportunity to blood another forward, even if he doesn't play there, right? He can do with a shorter season anyway at yeah, his right. age. Uh, ticket prices, Benny's just found out. They started at around $30 and went all the way up to $110. All right, if that answers the question. Gold Coast Suns, another delisting, a South Aussie. North Adelaide boy who went to Richmond, then went to Gold Coast. Oleg Markoff. He's only 26 Two, three years 51 ago. 51 games at two clubs. Mm. Running defender. Stacker leg speed. I don't know if you remember, Rooch. Uh, he was on my list three or four years ago yes, when we he started was. this show. For, I thought he'd be good for Port or Adelaide. In the Adam Saad mould, look, not as good. Don't jump on me, everyone. But a lot of leg speed. I thought he may develop. I wonder if he'll get another opportunity. Or will Jacob Surgeon be on the dog and bone? Get on get on the roosters now. Jesse White, maybe Oleg Markov.
3: I would I would have thought he'd still be, as a
2: delisted play, be in sights of some yeah. club, surely. Well, we'll ask Matt Rendell that one. Uh, if you're Port of the Crows, would you pick him up? You can have your say. One three Oh, three. St Kilda for running defence. Seven three six. Well, talking of St Kilda, they're losing a lot of coaches, Rooch. Oh, lost I know that one. was always
3: going to happen, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I know, but they've lost. Ross comes one. in. They've... No, but he didn't do it. I know that, but Ross comes in, you know he's going to bring in his own team. So well, if you're sitting there, you're probably thinking, if well, I can get an option somewhere else. But anyway, Ben Jacobs.
2: Oh, well, I did that with you, Rich. Thank you. Ben
3: Jacobs, who has, well, let's use it, the term history with Brad Scott because mm. he was his coach for seven we years at North Melbourne. Got the best out of him. Yep. So Brad Scott's needing to form his panel. Sees Ben Jacobs at St Kilda, says, oh, well, I think I'll grab him before he's out there on his own some. <clears throat> so he's joining... The Bombers, yeah, so as they beef up their football program finally. If only Ben Rutten
2: had had such support, Kim. Uh, let it go, Roach. I don't think it's going to change. I don't think it's change.
3: right. No. doesn't mean I can't campaign for some justice, even though it won't get him the job back.
2: Uh, he won a lot of respect and empathy for the way he handled it. He handled it, it magnificently. Yep. All right, let's get into Reserved it, Roach. This is the run home. Thanks to a Balfours in one hand, your team's colours in the other. Balfers are for the game. I am up and about here. Are I you? am ropeable. Really? Our good friend, Kane Corns. I like this, did a list, put the ghoulies on the line. He was seconded to do the best 22 football journalists in Australia. And can I say, I looked at the list with great interest. It's only been out the last 24 hours, and I was shocked. Staggered, overwhelmingly surprised, mortified, incredulous to the fact, in total disbelief, gutted, bemused, confused, outraged, annoyed, agitated, agitated aggrieved, defies belief, it's totally illogical, that you could not make his top 22 Oh, reach.
3: I thought you were going to say that you weren't on the list, but then I remember not you're a ju- not a journalist. I am not a journalist. Well, you
2: see, now that I associate with you, I'm not one either anymore. No, I wouldn't do that to you. Can't be guilty <laughs> through association like that. He, now don't you help him with his stories, the years. I don't know about that. I don't know about oh, is that. Was that a secret? Or I don't know anything about that. Either way, either way, he could I not get you... I might have offered some counsel every so often. But, really? Oh, yeah. Stop him from getting sued? I hope. <laughs> You're I not hope. in the top 22. Tell me the truth. Really? What? How do you feel about that?
3: No, as long as I'm loved by you, Kim, that's all that matters. Everything pa- else pa- is, pathetic is just answer. inferior to me Pathetic now. answer. I don't get worked up about it. Are you a
2: little aggrieved? I'm a little surprised. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 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 okay. Really? Hey uh, Brooch, okay. you have a fair record. Did I even Did you get, get on the bench? No, you didn't make it, and not uh, even an honorable mention. You know, oh, uh, that's it. I'm done now. I don't. I don't want to be rude. Blake yet. can organise the party. That's it. I I'm I got, finished. I've got to find my list. I don't want to be rude to anyone in particular, but uh, Roach. You know. I'll
3: go and just take my laptop to cash converters and get twenty cents
2: for it. That's well, the end. Look, I'm done. Um, at twenty-two, <laughs> David Zita. I don't know him. Oh he's, it, oh, he's a good lad. Respectfully. Oh, he's a good lad. Fox. So, Joshy Gablitch. Uh, he's one of our regulars now. He got in ahead of you. I'm, I'm actually
3: quite. Pleased that Mitch Cleary's been recognised in the top five. His I like work, that. Yep. In a kid who worked his way from, well, let's call it the basement. That's where he was. He's, he's worked his way all the way up to be a very, very polished performer on seven at the moment. I'm a paid up from memory. our own stable.
2: Originally came through. Our, Gee, you're not
3: yeah. let me get a word in. Today, are you? Well, I feel a bit uncomfortable. Well, you
2: no, know, I can. Uh, that's all right. You can have a moment if you want. Uh, Benny, get Rich a cup of tea. If you can. He's a bit of a mess at the moment. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll go through the list, but we're going to throw it out there and we'll do it in a nice way. We're not yeah. going to be nasty to anyone. And we're not having a crack at Kane, apart from leaving you out, Breach. You're in, in, you're in my top he's ten. He's left me out and included someone who's not in the game anymore. Oh, that, that's Mick Warner. He's gone. At 11. Yeah. Oh he's, well. he's got the, the claw ahead of you, Jake Nile, at 10. No, he, Jake's a very good operator. He has not put in a South Australian. Isn't there? He's got Ryan Daniels at number 12 from Channel 7, oh, the, the West Hollywood Australian. Man. yeah. Um, interesting. So we'll go through the uh, top five shortly. Well, we'll do it now, but uh, we're live and interactive. 154-166. Uh, do you have a go-to journalist? Is there someone that when they talk, you believe and you trust and you think are reliable? And who rubs you up the wrong way? I think the one thing that is missing nowadays, Kim,
3: is, and this is not just here in Australia, it's happened around the world with this shrinkage of print, journalism It's its shrunk horribly. Yep. Like even, you know, I had my time in the United States yes. and I got to know a lot of the great writers. It was writer. jail, wasn't it? No, it oh. wasn't. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. Oh, dear. I was <laughs> deported once, actually. Uh, <laughs> those great writers are no longer... there. Whether you liked him or not, Patrick Smith was very cutting in the Australian, yes. but he was must-read because he gave you... He prodded you to either begin to believe in your position on an issue in footy, or he made you suddenly see the other version. We talk about mm. three sides to a story. Patrick Smith was brilliant. Is
2: it because back then it was more focus on being a good read as opposed to a headline and clickbait?
3: Yeah, no, that's very much important. It was, yes, because it, I used to
2: find I'd really read the paper years ago, and now it's like headlines or it's stories off social media.
3: Yeah, well, the sugar hits you get with clickbait. But mm. we had we had an era of some great writers here in Australia and they don't exist anymore simply because, mm. you know, we know that advertising revenue shrunk in newspapers. That means they have to cut jobs. Usually it means the more experienced and the higher paid writers are culled. Mm. But I don't think we're better for it, are we? No, no.
2: But But I don't have to always agree with I'm going to do this in all seriousness. Uh, You're an acclaimed journalist. Um, You've won numerous AFL Media Association awards. Uh, You have life membership. You've won every sample award. You've won international awards uh, with the Hockey and the President's Award there. Um, So you are much celebrated. And whilst I never always agreed with what you wrote, you have the ability to get a headline. And uh, when there was a juicy story around, you were always all over it. Mm. You had woeful bias towards Port Adelaide, but we'll let that go for now because we're mates. All right. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we'll go to Kano's top five. And as I said, good on Kano for putting it out there. He does that better than anyone. Um, At number five, he had SEN own Sam Edmund. Now, he said, uh, when you have multiple strength, you get in the top five. When you can host your own show, when you can break news, Edmund is in at five.
3: Yeah, I like Sam because he's tenacious. Yep. So I like someone who keeps keeps working at the story. Yeah. Now, you, I mean, everyone's going to have an opinion about how he's gone about the crows' camp, but let's be real he, he didn't give up on it. No, no, that, no, 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 no that, that was, um,
2: no. that was no, that was the camp. That wasn't so much Sammy Edmund. Oh, sorry. sorry, no, sorry Sam, Sam McClure. Sam McClure, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you're still in shock that you couldn't yeah, make the I top 22. Hey, we've got to go to a break. Hey, we'll come back with the uh, the top four and then uh, we'll give our opinions and we'll get Roach, who we'll defer to as a journalist, um, who he thinks is the best journalist going around at the moment, and who is the worst. Are you prepared to do All that? the worst. Yes.
3: Let me think about Or rubs you up the wrong way. Let
0: this me is, think about that
2: one. This is Kimbo on the Roots. We're taking a break. If you want to send a text,
0: 0427-154-166. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson, Turbo Diesel, All-Wheel Drive. You're listening to the Run Home with Kimbo
2: and the Roots. Nearly 3.56. This is the run home. We're here thanks to the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel. It is in stock now. Looking forward to our guest, Sunder Arson. coming up after four. Matt Randall at 4.30. Amanda Jade Wellington from the Adelaide Strikers and the WBBL. After five o'clock, we're having a look at Kano's list of his top 22 journalists. We were shocked and horrified and mortified that he couldn't get his china plate, The Root, in there. number of texts coming through. One says, AFL Media is a joke. That's why fan-run podcasts are rising quickly in popularity. That's for cheers from John in Prospect. Oh, it's and a different world now, isn't it? Then he says, apart from your show, which is brilliant. Yeah, I, uh, I made that up. Right. Um, <laughs> I can't believe you believed it. Yeah. Hey, I'll get the canoes. I'll race through the 22, all right? At 22... David Zeta from Fox will revisit these. Hey, Tommy Brown from Channel 7 at 21.
3: Should be banned from Twitter. Really? Worst tweets ever. He, he wouldn't they be are, happy. I've made, I've made a wrong really statement there.
2: Yeah, well, I reckon he'd be on the old uh, Twitter and tweeting at the moment, having a crack at Kano, because uh, Tommy, uh, he likes his work. <laughs> he likes his own work uh, Lauren Wood comes in at 20 Johnny Ralph at 19 That surprises me I'll get back to John Josh Gabalich 18 David Churney at 17 Mark Robinson at 16 Ooh, How 16. can you be the chief footy writer of The biggest selling paper in Australia And beauty's in the eye of the beholder mm-hmm. He rates him at number 16 oh, He's coming off the injury list OK, yeah, good answer. Riley Beveridge at 15. Pete Ryan, who's a regular on our show, Hi, at 14. Pete. Mike Gleason, 13. Ryan Daniels, 12. Channel 7, the West Australian. Uh, Mick Warner, 11. Jake Nile, 10. Jay Clark, 9. Sam McClure, 8. Sammy at 7. Russell Jackson, ABC Sport, at 6. Our own Sammy Edmund, at 5. Mitch Cleary, at 4. I'm a paid-up member of the fan club. I love Mitch. Damien Barrett, the Purple Warrior, at three. Callum Toomey at two. Is that a big year. And Kano's, yeah, he's broken a big story. Mm. Big story is Kano's number one journalist is Carolyn Wilson from The Age and Channel 9. Now, can I explain why? These are Kane's words. Don't shoot the Messenger co-host as well, she is. Uh, This will be divisive, but once again, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) There's a shock. uh, (laughs) Knock me down with a feather. Uh, Carolyn Wilson is the best journalist we have. Well, he says we've got. I don't like got Uh, as a word. That's bad journalism, Kane. Uh, there will be people out there that don't want to hear that, but she is phenomenal. To see how she turns up at Footy Classified on Monday night and the hunger, the amount of phone calls, the contacts. She breaks a story every Monday. A lot of them go under the radar. Yes, I'm biased, and you'll say that, but she would turn on me if she had to. Uh, she is fearless. Yeah. Uh, she's ruthless. I just think she's the best we've got. I think she's unbelievable at what she does. So they are Kano's thoughts.
3: Proof, proof of that was the way she was very, very strong on that Alistair Clarkson story last year where people just kept yep. knocking her, saying that's not going to happen. He will not be moved on from Hawthorne. She was 100% right mm. and persisted when people kept knocking her.
2: I'll read uh, a quick text here then, Roach. I'd, I'd like to hear who you genuinely think, as a journalist, who is the best journalist in the Caper at the moment. Uh, this text has come through. No name on this one. Uh, surely it's Kane Corns for number one sports media person, who rubs everyone the wrong way, loves potting everyone, but his, oh, his buddy Donuts, that's uh, Kenny Hinckley, is it? Oh, He's yeah. got him and old Rooch sitting so firmly on the fence, they'll be forever picking splinters from their backs. Oh, how does Ken Hinkley get into that? Sorry, I hadn't pre-read it. Mm. Roach, who's your best journo? Oh, look, I've, I've put a list of 10 together
3: for differing reasons, and I'll go through them very quickly. Uh, I've got Caroline Wilson in the list, Mark Duffield at the West, who just yep. recently left the West Australian and joined SCNWA. Mm-hmm. I love Pete Ryan. I think Pete Ryan is a mm-hmm. really balanced writer. Jake Nile I like for his tenacity. Damien Barrett I enjoy for just digging and digging and getting to the bottom of the story. And the way he presents that if and and you know the sliding doors he does on the AFL website is entertaining as well. Yep. I think you've got to be entertaining when you're right. Mitch Cleary, I've loved his rise. Cal Toomey, the work he's done this year has been superb. Uh, Russell Jackson is a long-form rider, and I think we need those long-form riders. He's done extremely well this year. Sammy Edman I've got there as well. And I still think Robert has to be acknowledged in the time. Okay,
2: Roach, four o'clock news is upon us. You're number one.
3: Yeah, I'd, I'd go with Caroline as well.
2: Okay, you can have yeah. your say. It is uh, 0427 154 We've got some astute people out in the audience. This is regards to you, Roach. How can a man who can't even pronounce Sri Lanka yes. even be a journalist? That's from Aravinda <laughs> from Alibi Gardens. I can Gardens. spell it. All righty, we've got uh, Bharat Sundarasan coming up next. Four minutes past four. Kimbo on the reach with you. Thanks to Balfers. No matter your club's colours, Balfers are for the game. T20 World Cup updates. Thanks to Host Plus. That's a plus. Bharat Sundarson will be with us shortly. He's just getting his luggage. He's uh, Every time we get him, he's landing at an airport. Roughish luck. Um, a quick text here in regards to the best journalists. Uh, text has come through now. Absolutely love, Kane. But, capital letters, you, Michelangelo Rucci, are by far the best journo in the country. You tell it how you see it, uh, not any bias in any way, shape or form. You are my number one, always. Well, that's very kind. Yeah, Who's that, that from? Oh, Annie, a port support, Oh, port, oh of hello, course. Annie. Yeah. Thank you, Annie. I'll tell you, he's that bias to world's world support, Annie. Come on. Yeah. Love you, Annie. Hey, Marcus Stoinis, I loved him last night because yep. it was a game that fluctuated. It ebbed and flowed and it needed someone to take it by the scruff of the neck. Uh, Timmy Gossage was doing the game in Perth for SEN. Let's have a listen to some of the highlights from Stoinis onto his Australian record of 50 off 17 deliveries.
4: Stoinis on strike. And he stands and says, get it out of here! (laughs) Clears the fence, 12 rows back. Stoinis goes again but this time straight down the middle of the ground straight past the bowler straight to the boundary bringing him back in has a up. he bowls again stoinis says i'm gonna go again same spot same result six more huge over for marcus stoinis in australia 6.6 runs and over needed sanna stoinis has he got enough of it he has he's cleared the rope again and he's pumped He's pumped his marker, Stoinis. He's got himself to 40 off 14 balls in a crucial fixture in Perth. And there it is, 25 rows back. Stoinis brings up 50, raises the bats and has smashed Australia to the step of victory.
2: Oh, I love it when Timmy Goshen gets aroused. I reckon there'd be a bit of spittle in the commentary box there. A man that's a little (laughs) bit more reserved than that is international cricket guru. And the Dave Grohl lookalike, who works for SEN, Burat Sundarasan, and he was at the game last night. Burat, thanks for joining us.
1: Uh, No worries, guys. (laughs) Uh, Well, I wasn't that excited. Uh, Not as excited as Tim, but no, it was... Pretty breathtaking cricket, honestly. And especially because it got accentuated as well because of how flat that game was till that point. Yeah. Um, it, and yeah, Maxwell first and then sign
2: it. was a game that then flowed, wasn't it? We weren't sure which way it was going to go and then it just needed someone from Australia to take it by the scruff of the neck and uh, he well and truly did that. He is a beast once he gets going.
1: Oh, he, they don't call him the Hulk for nothing, uh, and and he's such a feel player. Uh, he, uh, he's one of those players. You know, some cricketers base uh, their cricket on rhythm, but uh, Marcus Tunnis is all about feel. And once that first six just went off, and you saw him really, really celebrate that first six, you could you could realize that you know he, he was feeling it. And I asked him this question as well, and he, in the press mm-hmm. conference, and he said to so us, well, he was, he began feeling it. It was his night, uh, and you know, not just for the game, but or Australia's World Cup campaign. They needed something that would just get their players off their feet and jumping up and down. And that's what exactly Stanis said. Perfect
2: timing to take on England on Friday, Roach. Before we get to that, let's go to the hard questions. We touched on it when we spoke to the other day. Aaron Finch has been struggling for a while. He's removed himself from the one-day fixtures. 31 off 42. How he didn't get out is staggering, but he didn't. (laughs) Um, Do you drop a captain? Should Steve Smith come in or Cameron Green?
1: Uh, you no, know, I still don't see Aaron Finch uh, being dropped. Uh, yes, it was a struggle. I mean, it was one of those uh, days where, the, you know, even if he had tried to get out, he did a couple of times. <laughs> he he yeah. wasn't even successful with that.
5: Then
1: mm. um, you could see he was really getting frustrated with himself. Uh, when you start asking the umpire, if the umpire has any ideas how he could get back to ball, <laughs> case, it kind of tells you about the mindset of a batter. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it was one of the a few times in the last few months in T20 cricket where he struggled uh, like that. And it was a difficult pitch. The new ball was doing all sorts. Uh, but the fact that he just inadvertently ended up playing, being that glue player that Australia have been looking mm. for to see them through, I still think uh, they'll they'll stick with him. But having said that, I am, like I said to you even two days ago, I still think Steve Smith needs to come in, especially against England, especially at the MCG. Uh, if It means that he has to come in for Mitch Marsh. Maybe and uh, I saw a couple of suggestions online from some experts that maybe Cam Green can come in for one of the fast bowlers, you know, whether it's Cummins or Star. So that is also an option that uh, Australia could use. But I think they need Steve Smith at the MCG against England.
2: You've probably answered the question: if he was dropped, who would you put in?
1: Uh, You mean Adam Finch? Yes. Uh, I mean, you just go directly to um, Steve Smith, if you Mm -hmm. ask me, and get, um, you know, say, whoever you want to, to open with uh, David Warner, maybe get Steve Smith to open with David Warner. Because you need that stability. Like we saw with Virat Kohli at the MCG, Devin Conway, and a lot of others we're seeing in this tournament. You need someone who can just, you know, manipulate the field, hit the ball into all those pockets you find all these big outfields, and make the most of it, and get that, Get give the innings some fluidity. Even yesterday, yes, Maxwell and Stein has just smashed Sri Lanka out of the park. But you know, it's not going to come off every time. You still need someone at the other end who's just, you know, keeping the innings going.
2: Barrett, this is a very real hypothetical back on Aaron Finch. If he goes out, we say Steve Smith comes in, who would captain the side?
1: Ah, uh, that's, that's a very tricky one because uh, in the past, they've even gone to someone like a Matthew Wade to captain Australia and T20 cricket. Mm. Uh, and he's become a fixture in the side. Uh, do they go down that route? If Pat Cummins is playing, now that he's uh, the captain in two formats, do you, you know, task him with T20 cricket captaincy? Maybe not. Maybe they wouldn't go Pat Cummins. Uh, if you are bringing Steve Smith in, uh, then... Uh, Ideally, it should be David Warner, but obviously we know that's not going to happen. Mm. Uh, it could either be Steve Smith or or even Matthew Wade. But again, I would be very, very surprised if Finch uh, is left out or leaves himself out. Mm.
3: All right, if the loss to New Zealand carried the label of concerning worrying, does the win against Sri Lanka become reassuring or do we have to wait for the England game to really know where the Aussies are? Uh,
1: no, I don't think um, it was a perfect game for Australia yesterday. I still did, I still think there are a lot of concerns. They looked sloppy on the field. Mm. The body-long language was,
5: yeah. was,
1: was was strange. I mean, I wouldn't say it was bad. It was strange. Uh, there was this lack of energy about them. Um, you know, and, and, and I don't know. They were also a little ratty. <laughs> like, you know, they're getting annoyed with uh, all the, I mean, even the littlest of things. And which is, again, why, what Maxwell and Stoinis did. Uh, was really required. They put the smiles back on their faces. They were really shell shocked after New Zealand, and uh, uh, e- even the 20th over yesterday, where Pat Cummins went for a lot of runs, when he saw the Australians walk off, there was, was a sense of irritation about them. You know, they wanted to just see this game off and get to England, but Sri Lanka were just weren't letting them do that. So it's good that they finished on a high, so that they can take that into England.
2: Barret, okay. have you heard any theories as to why there were only 25,000 there last night?
1: Uh, I did, actually. I mean, a few of the Perth locals said uh, maybe they were just, uh, you know, some of them were just put off by uh, the performance against New Zealand. And it was never a sellout. I mean, there were tickets Mm -hmm. available even the night before the game. Um, Some others uh, felt like uh, cricket hasn't really captured uh, the imagination of Perth yet this summer. Mm. Uh, and also, this is the return of cricket. So you'd have thought there would be like, even more people there. Yeah. Uh, the first time Australia has played a match there uh, uh, in a while, I mean, uh, they played against England, but a World Cup match. Uh, but it was very disappointing, and it added to the whole sort of flat nature of the contest before Stoinis walked off to bat.
3: So, Barat, that run rate that Australia had the problem after losing to New Zealand, where do they sit right at the moment in your calculations?
1: I uh, know they've fixed the run rate, net run rate to an extent. Uh, you know they brought it down from minus four to minus one, yeah. uh, which is which is a big deal. And it, courtesy purely Marcus Stoinis, Uh, you know that uh, the way they batted in the first ten overs, even if they had won, they wouldn't have really had an impact on the uh, net run rate. But yeah. the the winning by twenty one balls helps. But again, it comes down to winning now. I mean, if they mm-hmm. don't beat England tomorrow or day after. Uh, it doesn't count for anything. It's all over for Australia. So, uh, or then, or they leave themselves with this very minute chance of going through with other results falling into place. So, they just have to focus on beating England first, and then they can maybe try to make up net run rate up against Ireland. Having said that, Ireland have really gone off to a blazing start against England today. So who knows, maybe the Irish yeah. could do Australia a favour. I think Please. you're spot on. The run rate's Please. not an
2: issue against England. They can uh, rectify that against uh, Afghanistan and Ireland.
3: And if it does become an issue of Australia not living up to the expectations of the title holder, what do the organisers then become concerned about after that low crowd in Perth?
1: Uh, I think I think it is concerning with the with the low turnout because even the SCG uh, wasn't a full house, yeah. was it? Uh, you know, and uh, uh, that's the thing. Uh, and maybe one of the main reasons why the ICC doesn't host too many World Cups in Australia the time zones don't help. The time of the year also, uh, you know, at times comes into question. And this is the first time we are having a men's ICC uh, event in Australia at this time. You know, mm. in yeah. this, the before the summer in October. Um so it it's it's still like virgin territory in that sense in terms of the, how the pitches will play but also how people here will react. It's just getting out of the footy season. Um mm. so for a lot of people cricket doesn't come into the into the scheme of things before November or December, True, right? right? So it's also yeah. yeah, that's I think that also all plays into it. But if Australia start winning, maybe, you know, or maybe just have India-Pakistan every Sunday. Why not?
2: Okay. Yeah. Bharat, you are racking up the yeah. frequent flyer points, and we're loving your work on SEN, and we really appreciate your time once again today. No worries at all, guys. Thank you so much. There he is. The old Dave Grohl look alike. Bharat and he's an absolute uh, ripper. Makes and some I, sense, doesn't it? He does, and, and it is very true. We're not in that, quite no. in that cricket mode. No. And I, I've been thinking more and more about your point on the Redbacks,
3: about how we don't get passionately or even outraged at the mm. results anymore. Like we had a we've been
2: anethetised to it, Roach.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's that's concerning though, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's not as if we. I mean, it's, it's our
2: it is our biggest summer game, isn't it? There's nothing else that touches cricket in no, summer. Does
3: it? No, national sport Crowd,
2: crowds will pick up. Yeah. Uh, we need to go to a break, Roach. Mm. Sorry to cut you off, but I'm reading a text about you. Hi, Kim and Commiserations to Roach for missing <laughs> out on Corns top 22 football journey list. Maybe Kane couldn't reconcile Roots to his list because he struggled like everyone else. To distinguish whether Rooch is a journo or a port employee. <laughs> oh, look, depending on which hat he's chosen to wear on the day. I should have looked down the bottom. That's from
0: Blake. Love you, Blake. <laughs> a Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo
2: and the the Rooch. we're live from Studio Luma USA. Thanks to the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel, it is in stock now. Matty Rendell coming up at 4.30 will pose the question, is there a way Port or the Crows could get Mateus Filippo? Uh, And given he is probably going to go top 10, you think? Well,
3: if Essendon are as keen as I keep hearing, he'll go top
2: four. Mm. All right, we'll pose that question. And Ola, Ola apologies, Oleg Markov. <laughs> if Mateus had his own way, he'd go number one. <laughs> yeah, that was his tweet, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, former North Adelaide and Richmond and Gold Coast Suns defender Oleg Markov was delisted today. Yeah, surprise um, with it. Yeah, we'll ask Matty if he'll find a home anywhere, and he may end up back at uh, North Adelaide. He's uh, got uh, some legs, speed.
5: That
3: cane corns top twenty-two. Mm.
2: No, Jared Waitley. Oh, he didn't. He and didn't. Put, he didn't put Geronimo in. He didn't. Well, well picked up, Roach. I, I, like Johnny Ralph, but I like the way people deliver things. He's a, he's a workhorse, Johnny. Yeah, and I, I, sort of push back against people where I feel there could be an agenda, or if there's a touch of nastiness in the delivery. Yeah, yeah I know um, what you're saying. If it's, if it's too personal, I, I don't like that. Um, here's a text. Here's a balanced one. Uh, this is from Phil. Boys, it's difficult to rate journalism in a linear fashion. Correct. They have different skills. Russell Jackson, for example, gets a different massive story to Kowtumi. Caro or Root can probably tra- traverse both types. Sam Edmund is different again. They're all very good for different reasons. That's a
3: great text.
2: Yeah, that's a, a beauty. And, yeah. and
3: to explain how, how time has worked over print journalism... <clears throat> When you were master of television mm-hmm. and Kenneth George Cunningham was master of radio, the print guys, and I look, I, that's when I started, we were in deep trouble because it was about the paper would land on your front lawn at six, right? But you guys on TV were beginning to hurt us because you could go immediately at 6pm. Yeah, KG, what he was doing between four and seven, killed everybody. I mean, people wanted to talk to KG because... He broke stories. Absolutely.
2: And I can tell you in the newsroom, and I know every newsroom did it, we would have the radio on sitting there monitoring absolutely. his show and then you'd have to react that quickly if you had an hour to go. Right, let's get on top of that. Let's get a crew out there and speak to so-and-so. Yep. Let's doorstop him, KG has just said. And that's uh, what Kenny revolutionised, uh, the so way things were done.
3: print guys had to adapt. The one I have always mm. loved is Jeff Kingston. So if you're covering a game at Thibbert and Oval at 2 o'clock on a Saturday yep. and you want someone to read you on Monday morning, as in those days, you know we used to remember the big advertiser where people used to have them on the trains and they'd have to fold them mm-hmm. so they wouldn't hit the person next to them or on a bus? They're going to spend, at that time it probably was 20 cents, different times, I admit, and they were going to spend their time. You had to make it worthwhile for them to read your match report of a game played virtually two mm-hmm. days earlier. Kingo was the best. It wasn't any more... Port Adelaide beat North Adelaide by two points in a pulsating game at Football mm. Park yesterday. He gave you a story within the match.
2: He was the master of that. Yeah. Now... Alan Shill he, he was different. I, I kicked five against North Adelaide at Theberton Oval one day. I walked into the clubhouse afterwards and Sheffield, I think he'd been in the bar all day. Careful. He, he, it could have been. Careful. Or maybe he got a whiff of it and it got a better <laughs> of him. And uh, he, he said, you kicked two today. I said, I kicked five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quick one before Master we go Master to- wordsmith, Alan Shu. Yes, very, very good. Uh, early in the day. Hi, guys. Love you, Sheffield. No. Uh, he was a ripping hey, man. You've got to give him credit.
3: He broke the World Series cricket story, you know. mm mm-hmm. He was he was on top of that before everyone else.
2: Got to go to a break, Roach, uh Not being dismissive of that, but uh, a lot of text coming through as to why you didn't make the top twenty. Well, if and Jared I, didn't make it, I'm not so cut top up. Top twenty two, and I think they're on the money. This has done a reputable damage to you. <laughs> Hi guys, I think Michelangelo missed out on the top twenty journos list because of his Dunkley deport ninety five percent. Uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, Johnny K said that he says. In all seriousness, I'd still have the Roots in the top five journals. Well, I wish he was. He wouldn't be here.
0: A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfours are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel All Wheel Drive. You're listening to the
2: Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 4.31, knock me down with a feather. We're late for the news. Roach, could you believe it? Never. Hey. Never. Hey, let's do a couple of quick texts. We're talking about the crowds, only 25,000 yes. per stadium. Hi, Kimbun Roach. Aussies are turning off cricket because of the woke preaching coming from our hypocritical test captain.
3: There's mm. been a fair bit of commentary on that space because Pat will be looked after at the top end, but the damage that's being done at the grassroots when that development money doesn't get down there. Now, we can argue about whether they should be taking that money from certain organisations or not, but there is a bigger hit at the grassroots than there'll ever be in Pat Cummings' area, won't there? All
2: organisations now need to be more consultative. Yep. And some people will lose their job. Yes. Because you either sign up, live with it, or pick another profession. Correct. That's the way of the world. Uh, talking about the number one journo's and Roach not making the top twenty-two. Oh, here's the reason. Another reason, reach People are trying to be helpful. Uh, the only thing Roachie breaks these days is wind. Oh. oh. Mm, all right. Uh, every time the AFL's number one journo inverted brackets breaks a story, I wonder if she'll be retracting it all. Paying compo again in three years' time, like she did on the Crows Camp story. No, she didn't. A big hit to her credibility, surely. Citizen Steve. No, she didn't. She, no didn't. she didn't have to pay anything there. No,
3: she didn't. And a matter of fact, probably if they'd held ground for a little longer, that might have had a different outcome, that story. Mm, yeah,
2: the, the biggest beat up ever, that story. Okay. Uh, I'm standing fat with that. <laughs> Kano, did you hear that? He, he took me to task the on that. I've never up. wavered from it. Really? Boys, I've lost all interest in cricket. Don't watch it anymore. Um, Don't miss it anymore. That woke. Oh, I won't say that. But uh, Cummins has finished me for good. That's from Mark. That's sad. That. Um, Well, what else have we got? Uh, No, we'll go to a break. We're running late because we've got Maddie Rendell coming up very shortly. And as we know, the big fella likes to give him space. Likes to bump the gums. Almost 4.37. We're here thanks to Balfour. and matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Before we get to our next guest, looking forward to asking a couple of big, hard-hitting questions to Matty Rendell. Uh, getting a lot of correspondence in regards to why you didn't make Kane Corn's top 22 journalists in Australia, Rooch. This one says, I've got Tommy Ren ahead of Roochie in <laughs> lo- in looks and journalism. Oh, well, there's
3: no doubt about that. Hey. Yeah, uh, have we got, got me here? covered on looks.
2: I'm oh, not a Rucci fan, but he's better than bottom-of-the-barrel Barrett. Oh, the Purple oh, Warrior who no. came in at number four. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I bet Matt Rendell was in shock, too. You didn't make the top 22 best journalists in the world. I hey, doubt it. As we say, good afternoon to the big fella. Hello, Matthew.
6: Surely I got Rookie of the Year. Surely. <laughs> <laughs> after after my absolute goal to trade radio. Exactly, Matt. Yeah, you were oh, bro- surely I was Rookie on the Year. Kano, came come on? Left. Um, Ru- yeah. Ru-
2: Rooch is gutted that he didn't make the oh, list. my God! Now you were surprised. What word did you use early? I forgot. What word I, I used? I mean, you have nursed him through his journalistic and media career uh, to yes, get him where yes, he is I mean, now. I mean, I mean, it would have been. Yeah, he would have been Dave.
6: biased. Um. It would have been massive bias plus, Richie's seen better days. That's Gosh. true, Matt. That <laughs> well, yeah,
2: is true, Matt. Just going You're to right. say, we love your honesty. You're what right. we've been doing is we've got people <laughs> naming their favourite journalists yeah. and their least favourite. Who's your favourite? Who do you think's the best footy journalist?
6: Oh, God, I've never ever, ever thought about it. What? I bet you've got um, one you don't like.
2: <laughs>
6: <laughs> I had a few I didn't like. Well, yeah. give us both of them. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, Johnny Rouse from the bottom of the barrel. He's Ooh, out of the bottom. Johnny oh, Rouse.
2: Wow. I pumped him up before. Well, what? Like, don't get us sued.
6: Well, well, we we do stories on Trade Radio, and he writes a, writes a story about it two days later. Plagiarism. There's no attribution. No attribution whatsoever. <laughs> he doesn't give it out. He said, oh. yes, um, Sauce and Matty and Damo. Well, he we doesn't like Domo, so Domo and him don't get on. Yes. So that's why we don't get attribution. No, there's a bit of bad blood there. Oh, Trust yes, me. There is. Oh, I that. love
2: this. Give us your other one that you're not real fond of.
6: Oh, no, no. No, well, I'll tell you, well, Rich wasn't my favourite 10 years ago. had <laughs> oh, a contract on <laughs> him was, for 20 years. He was, bottom of the, he was right at the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> he was as low as the <laughs> smoke was back then.
2: <laughs> oh, a
3: bit lower, actually.
6: But, <laughs> there is a phrase the for old, that. Uh, the old uh,
2: generation,
6: college, yeah.
3: Jesus Christ. Mm. We all
2: have um. our opinions, Matt. All right, let's move on <laughs> to things uh, a little more uplifting. And we've been posed the question the last couple of days because we've got the draft not that far away and you're the list guru. Is it possible for Port Adelaide and the Crows to somehow, Matty, get Matthias Filippo onto their list? Given Adelaide, you know, their pick or oh, where are I? I can tell you where they are. 40-something, isn't they're it? They're 46, 56 yeah. and 59 and Port are 33 and 60. Mm. How could it be done?
6: Uh, port kept hold of their no. Port lost their first round. The yep. West Coast whatever, haven't they? Yeah, they've got uh, thirty-three no and chance. sixty. They have. Port, port, are no chance. Port, are no chance. But uh, I was just have chance because they still got their first round. So forty-six, fifty-six, fifty-nine, sixty-one adds up to six eighty-three. They got to get Michael uh, Annie Yeah, would get Would well, let me finish with you? Oh,
2: sorry. Uh, oh, uh, no, oh,
6: I'm whoa. on whoa. his <laughs> list now. <laughs> 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 Most people have got. Most people have got Michael Lenny between fifteen and twenty. If he goes twenty, that's seven hundred points. Mm. So <clears throat> the was uh, points. I know there was some talk that they, they weren't going to take him, but uh, that was uh, an old boy home issues, which I taught him very well about. <laughs> making it out you don't want him, hopefully they scroll down later. Uh, but it didn't work because was, people are going to call him out between fifteen and twenty. So uh, 20, maybe a little bit later. So they got enough points there. The only thing they can do is swap their first round. Your bloody phone, Matt, Your
2: phone drops out again. They can swap. Sorry,
6: more. let me let me just move into. I'll spot again. Mm. Um, so there's a few clubs who might be interested in their first round next year because they're saying it's a way better draft. So mm. um, the Hawks might be interested with pick six for Crows first round, but they'd have to give up something else. The Crows with that um, Carlton have got pick ten, Saints pick nine, West Coast pick eight and twelve. They might want to give up a pick eight, so. Um, what, what if I Essendon
3: think... go for him at four? Then they're not going to get into the top three either. Club are they?
6: Well, it depends where. Look, from I was speaking to a few people on the weekend. Yeah. Uh, some people have got him inside five, and some yeah. people have got yeah. him mm. well outside ten. So he's 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 a, another polarising selection in the draft. I have been to a time where this is. Um, so his dad he's Dad Sam Filippo, Correct. isn't it? Yep. Correct. And his granddad was Peter? Yes. Okay, Peter, he's, um, I don't know much about uh, Matthias, but Peter was a very, very intelligent person. You, you would have played with Peter, would you? Uh, he was my um,
2: captain. He, well, he played till he's nearly 40, Matty, yeah. as you know. Uh, he was a, yeah, an yeah. actuary, so a mathematician. An act- actuary. Actuary, it it apologies,
6: is. right. Actuary,
2: yeah, uh, for one of the insurance companies. A
5: very
6: intelligent uh, yes. man, I assume. But now... I reckon it's been passed down. So what I'm what I'm hearing is that uh, people, some of the clubs can't work him out, like personality wise. Now this this happens quite a lot, and the blacks who get who can't quite work him out usually get put further down the list. And I'll give you an example of what one with me and and Collingwood, we couldn't work out James Sicily mm. for the life of us. We had discussions for days and days trying to work out. Um, you know is he going to be competitive enough eh, for football is he is he is he soft as a personality is he going to be uh, uh, hard enough to cope with uh, with feedback harsh feedback and and training and the like so i could name you four or five others well you stuffed Very, that one up then didn't you yeah well that's right sam taylor <laughs> was another one uh we couldn't work out but that but this happens with every club mm. there's always players like oh, we ended up taking one that we couldn't work out was Tom Langdon, and ended up being a really good player till his knee um, forced him out. But uh, this happens a lot, so that's why clubs have got in, you know inside five, they probably reckon they know. And clubs well outside ten, uh, who can't quite work them out. And and what recruiters wanna do when they bring you to play to the club bloody phone, man. Okay. Still well, am in the usual spot. If you They'd love to be able to tell the, the coaching staff exactly what this person's going to be like. Now, it's really hard because they're 18 years of oh, age yeah. and they're different level of maturity. So, yeah. But you want to be able
7: to tell the, player, the coaching staff that so they want
6: to know. And the, and the recruiters want to know. So... Uh, that's why some players drop down and you think, how did he drop down that far? It's usually, that's the reason. Clubs haven't been able to work about with all the interviews. For all those
2: people that sent through the text, I think that's a really good, um, thoughtful answer. Let's give you an easier question. Today, the Gold Coast Suns delisted uh, former North Adelaide Richmond and obviously Suns player, Oleg Markov. He's 26. Now, Now, I I know you ridicule me, but a couple of years ago, I thought he would have been nice for Port or the Crows due to his leg speed, a la Adam Sard, you know, not quite as good. But uh, could he get picked up? Could you see a home for him or will he end up? Oh, I can see a home for him. He played
6: some really good footy this year. Um, They've lost Butterick for the year as well, another defender there. Uh, But they've got a lot of running backs. I mean, they kept sharp. He could play there. Yeah. Um, Look at a lot of these bikes that get dropped off, I think there's going to be a lot of them picked up uh, from other clubs. Uh, I'm hearing that 45 might see out the draft this year, which is mm. a record low. I think yeah. during COVID it might have been mm. 54 yeah. one year.
5: Yep.
6: 45 is unbelievably low. Like There was uh, four teams in the, in the NAB, Eastern, Calder, Northern and Western Jets. They had one player go to the combine. That's unheard of. So I don't know if it's been the COVID accumulation over the past two years or the money they've pulled out of it uh, to put into women's footy and the, the lack of resources now for the, for the under-18 uh, boys has caused it. We'll wait and see, but they're saying next year's a really good draft. Maybe it's just an anomaly this year.
2: I'll give you a little quickie here. A text just come through. Um, it says, with Aaron Francis now moved on to the Swans, what does that mean for young South Aussie Will Gould? Well, I can tell you, he has re-signed with One Sydney. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Will he be back in South Australia next year? That's Matt in Brisbane.
6: Well, well, he's, he's contracted. But, uh, you know, Francis can play forward. And they, I think they'd probably like him to play more forward. Uh, with uh, with the, the mix they've got there, he might be able to help out forward. They're covered back, but, you know, Rampy's probably in his last year. The two McCartans... Mullican, Will Gould. So I got a feeling he, he gives him insurance maybe forward, you know. No surprise if Buddy doesn't get through the year. Mm. Now, Matt,
3: Shane Edwards appointment at Adelaide. Yeah. Alan really Stewart good. was so keen to get Shane Edwards involved with the Adelaide Footy Club two years ago. Said it's Yep. It has to be involved. You have to have him in your program. What do you know of him that will make him so important to Adelaide's development?
6: Oh, uh, no, I just hear super things about him from Richmond all the time. It's never a bad word. Um, so quality person. You can't get enough quality people in your yeah. in your club. But the other, mm. the other thing I don't think people realise too. Um, the AFL brought a rule in that if you have an Indigenous employee in your football department, that their wages go outside Exame. the soft yeah. cap. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if enough people know that. So, indigenous. People to take up footy roles because oh, that bar the last two or three years there's hardly been any. Mm. So uh, well, Xavier Clark's probably one who's been in it for a fair time now. Uh, Coach him at St Kilda, um, so it seems to be working that uh, plan outside the cap, and but they're quality people at the same time. Yeah, All right, no one doubt. more
2: text here. Afternoon, Kimbo, the Roach, and the Guru. He's part of the show now. Good. Um, surely <laughs> Port will just hold off and pick. Matthias Filippo up next year, a bit like they did with Jason Horn Francis. That's <laughs> <Let's laughs> cheers, Alan from Alberton.
6: <laughs> well, they might, but the problem is they haven't got anything mm. to give up next year. They have got no first rounder next year. I know they've got some stuff on the but but interesting to see what happens um, and where he goes. Uh, he is he is the big interest in the draft. I think uh, uh, where he's going to go, especially after uh, you know the Horn Francis debacle this year. Um, maybe clubs in Victoria might be a bit wary of taking South Australians too high in the draft.
3: Yeah, but that comes down exactly to your point, though, Matt. That interview process is so important now, isn't it? Now, oh, it's massive. When you talk well, about... It always has been. You talk about the character or personality. Mm. How many clubs... And how do you do the psych testing on an 18-year-old?
6: Um, there's, there's a heap of psych tests they do with uh, the AFL. So they do it at the Combine.
5: Yeah. I just
6: do um, do a heap of psych tests and clubs, oh, I think it was I think the AFL outlawed it because there was too many going on, clubs used to do their own as well, yes. they used to have a test and I think I think that got outlawed a, a few years ago, you couldn't give them any more but, uh, yeah, but every club has their uh, club psychologist at the interviews, takes them to the interviews okay, yeah. um, um, and they got a test like personally, I haven't Club psychologist that you didn't really want from the self, but um it's ticking a box. So the club psychologists uh probably for a while. We didn't really do it in Adelaide only um I I reckon I I spoke I spoke to some uh psychologists around a few players I couldn't quite work out at the time. So uh other than they didn't come to the interview. So um yeah, that's it's a it's a massive process. It's a really important process, especially when you're taking blacks from interstate. Obviously, a lot more difficult for port and um, crows because a lot of them are, are interstate. That's why the
2: ones that Maddie, always very informative. We've got a stack of texts coming through. In fact, one from Johnny Ralph saying he loves your work, big fella. So there you go. (laughs) Hey, good on you, Maddie. We'll chat to you next week. The old Roach is in mourning. Yeah, he's in are. Hey, Roach, you're one of the wealthiest men in the state. Buy Matthew a new phone, can you?
3: I don't think the phone's the issue. Well, what is it then? It's his reception.
2: Well, get him to climb up on the phone. Can we get him on a landline next week? Yeah, mate. Do they still have them? Um, Actually, that's a good point. Yeah, get him in a good telephone point. box. Here's a text, Roach. You were talking about Ben Rutten earlier in the show. Yes. Afternoon, men. Roach, I totally agree. If only Ben Rutten had this support. Also, would like your thoughts on the candidate, on who the Indigenous role at the Bombers should be. Michael Long, question mark. Dean Rioli, Gavin Wanganine, Steve from Seaton. I think that all be more than suitable.
3: Oh, Michael Long would be. Yeah,
2: he'd be oh,
3: a... Strong admirer of Michael Long.
2: Might have too many other commitments. Uh, 4.51, we need to take a break. We're here thanks to Balfour's and Hyundai, and we're live from Studio Lumo SA.
0: A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive.
2: You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots on a Wednesday afternoon. Appreciate your company and all the texts that are coming through. We've got a competition I'm going to tell you about. Have we? Yes, I'll tell you about that very shortly. You can win an NFL Game Pass subscription. Perfect. All right, I'll tell you about that in a couple of seconds. Texas come through here, Roach. Uh, Kimbo and Michelangelo, congratulations on SEN for gaining all Crows and Power Games for the next two seasons. That's Jason from Murula, uh, Murul, Murulbark, Victoria. Oh. Good luck with Sri Lanka.
3: <laughs> <laughs> now, how are you going with that? Because you're in charge. Have you got your team together? Have uh, yes, you got it, your whiteboard with everyone? You know, he's doing port games, he's doing crows games, or she, I shouldn't say he.
2: I, I can't steal the thunder from the announcement, but it's oh, uh, yes. yes, yes, very privileged to be uh, heading up the call uh, about my 800th season now. Eight <laughs> uh, It'll all be announced uh, very shortly. Uh, but uh, thank so you've stolen for that. David Wildy, I hear? Yes, David Wildy. that's been announced. So looking forward with to uh, calling with Wilds. We've called before in the past, and he's one of the longest-serving callers. Yes, he is. He's got a great following. He's very accurate too. Very yes. passionate. Yes. Uh, so I'm looking forward to calling with him again. After Who's your boundary rider? Uh, no, I can't announce uh, anything okay. like that, uh, right. Roach. We'll have people that are just out of the game, some that are still playing, Pre-game, so post-game? All to be, No. What, what can't you understand about it? I can't tell you, Rich? But well, that doesn't mean I don't ask. No, that's true. Like a good journalist, even though you didn't make the top 22. <laughs> oh, there's another hey, one. There's, <laughs> one. there's <laughs> only so many
3: hits you can take him.
2: Uh, right. <laughs> we're going to give something away. We're going to do it after uh, five o'clock. Well, after five, we're chatting to Amanda Jade Wellington. Looking forward to this. From the Adelaide Strikers. She's a delightful young lady, Rich. But then we're going to do a competition. It's pretty simple. It's called Attack or Defence. The Defence. Uh, The winner will receive an NFL Game Pass subscription. Don't forget, you can stream every NFL game this season live on NFL Game Pass. Visit nflgamepass.com. So what is attack v. defence? We'll give you a question that'll have a stack of answers. All right. So you go back and forth. I might say to you, Roach, um, Brownlow medalists in the last 10 years. You go first, I go next. And we go back and forth until someone has a brain fade. Right. Patrick Cripps. That's how well yeah you've got one there. Well done, and I've come up dry already. Ollie Wines? <laughs> I haven't really, Roach. I'm trying to do the credit you <laughs> knob. Um, oh, why? oh, why? Kim, you can't say that. Why can't you say that? Well, it's
5: oh, Roach. Nice. Where do you
2: go? It's not a nice. a, a doorknob, like your personality. <laughs> it's, it's it's dull. What is wrong with you?
3: Well, I told you, I've you... been I've been trodden on all day long.
2: Have you? Should have
3: happened. I'm fragile. It should have happened. <laughs> th-
2: should have happened 30 years ago. Well, you, hey, um, well, you had the steamroller ready. <laughs> well, no, no, more, more than that. <laughs> well, yeah. You could find the handbrake Fair to get thinking. it going. You used to give me. <laughs> used to give me the irrits with your biased bloody reporting. Oh, here we um, go. Let's hear from Max Michael. Mike- <laughs> let's hear from Max Michael Hey, he was on with uh, Hazy. Oh, I love Hazy's chompers. They're rippers. And Adam Cooney this morning. And this is Max Michael talking about being picked up by the crows.
1: Well they came to my house and kind of met my whole family and expressed their interest in nominating me father's son which I was over the moon with. Obviously I've been a for my whole life, so it was my family. So um, yeah everyone was really excited and I was yeah, really thankful to hear that from them. Yeah I've done a bit of pre-season training down there um, at the start of the year so I've already got to know a bit of the boys and kind of experience what it's like down at the club. Um, and then, obviously, I've been speaking to them a fair bit throughout the year as well, and they've been checking in on me, which has been good. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't completely out of the blue, but, um, yeah, still really thankful that they, um, yeah, expressed their gratitude towards me and were having to nominate me as well as fun. Mm, Good. We, we can see is
3: your attack v. defence one day too. Crows father-sons.
2: Jim and Max Michelani.
3: Stephen and James Rowe.
2: Ben Jarman, Darren Jarman.
3: Tyson and Jackson Edwards. Got to go to the news.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Just after five o'clock, Kimba on the Roach with you. We're live from Studio Lumo SA on a rather dark and dreary Wednesday afternoon. We're about to brighten that up, though. Hey, just a reminder, tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel, all-wheel drive. Looking forward to chatting to our next guest. She's been on the show before, Roach. And is our next guest... Women's cricket version of Stuart McGill. I think she wants to be women's cricket's version of Shane Warne, though. Well, let's see if we can flip that around. Amanda Jade Wellington joins us now. Hello, Amanda. Hello, and thank you
7: for having
2: me. Our pleasure. Now, all that waffle was because you're a leg spinner. You play for the (laughs) Adelaide Strikers, and you should be playing for Australia. But Alana King seems to be keeping out of the picture.
7: Yeah, she is, and, um, yeah, she's a, a fantastic player as well, so all credit to her. But I feel like we're totally different leg spinners, but uh, we'll have to wait and see in the future.
2: Can you play two leg spinners? Oh, 100%. I <laughs>
7: yeah, thought you'd say that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of
2: course. Have you <laughs> done it before?
7: So,
2: has, has it happened
7: at national level? We've done it before, yeah. yeah. We've done it before, yeah. Yep. And, and did it I work? played in the World Cup. Uh, yeah, it did. We played against um, Pakistan together.
3: Amanda, you've got to tell us, are you truly <laughs> self-taught that you're inspired by Shane Warne and teach yourself leg spin in your own backyard? How did that begin?
7: Um, I think my dad helped me as well. Oh, okay. um, yeah. Obviously, yeah, yeah. My dad loves me and um, I think <laughs> he just wanted he just wanted me to bloom and blossom and, you know, as soon as I took up the art of leg spin, he was all guns for it. Um, he was 100% in and I, I still feel like he claims Claims it to this day.
3: Tell me, did he did he, well, did he cut the back I'm, lawn and uh, put stumps up and roll it and all that for you? How uh, did he do yeah, that? He, really? He actually oh. he actually made
7: a turf wicket in the backyard for me. <laughs>
2: Wonderful! Ones. What
7: a beautiful like, went story. the whole nine yards. Wonderful. <laughs> oh,
2: I'm oh, I'm starting to tear up the way you said that he
7: loves oh, you bless. as as he
2: would. <laughs> and uh, and I'm so, not pretty, where's he your, with you teaching grip
3: and all that sort of stuff?
7: Um, I. I don't actually remember, to be honest. I think I just got to a stage where I was holding the ball, trying to spin it, and then from progressing and um, having sessions with someone like Shelly Nitsky or um, uh, some other people like Karen um, and then talking about grips and, you know, you know, I would always watch Shane Warne on the TV or even YouTube channels and... Yeah, just trying to pick up little cues here and there. Isn't that All
2: right, great. let's get into the hard questions, Roach. If your dad loves <laughs> you so much, why did he give you a hyphenated Christian name, Amanda Jade <laughs> yeah, Wellington? Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> I know. So does everyone call you Amanda Jade? We're okay to say Amanda.
7: Yeah, you're fine to say Amanda, um, but everyone really just calls me Wello, uh, my nickname. But um, yeah, I feel like Amanda Jade's way too long. <laughs> uh,
3: right. Well-o. Inspired by any family history, or how did he? How did your parents come up with Amanda Jade?
7: Um, just because I'm one of three siblings, so an A at the start, a J. So John Henry is my brother in the middle, and then Zachary at the end. So it's like alphabet. Oh. So it's like the start, the middle, and the end. <laughs> All right. We
2: promise ah, no more uh, okay. probing personal questions. Okay. Let's get into the cricket. <laughs> uh, you've got a big weekend coming up, uh, starting tomorrow afternoon at Allen Border Field. You take on Brisbane, who are top of the table in the WBBL. You're currently sitting in fifth place. You're two and two. Are you tracking okay?
7: I think we're going well. Um, it's going to be our first game-night game, night game um, here in Brisbane, sunny Brisbane. Um, it is so hot here. But, no, really looking forward to it. Um, I think we're in a really good place um, with momentum. But, you know, Brisbane here is a really good team and they're very dangerous. So, you know, the best player, the best team on the day is going to win.
2: So you said it's hot up there at the moment, so there would be a lot of moisture oh. or the humidity?
7: It is so humid. We literally just landed maybe like 10 minutes ago and it is boiling hot. I I swear I'm already burnt. (laughs) (laughs) um,
2: Well, the conditions will probably be different, obviously, at night time. It normally gets quite moist up in uh, Queensland. But do you find it difficult when it's humid, bowling? In terms of grip? Uh,
7: a little bit. just, Yeah, just in terms of grip-wise and um, the moisture off the grass um, and, you know, the ball getting quite uh, damp as well. So you always have to make sure you have a towel just to, you know, get rid of that dewiness away.
3: Tell us about Monday. Melbourne Renegades, 5-for-8 off 3.5 overs. Uh, interesting weekend yeah. with the weather. I would just assume yeah, that there very- was a bit of sweat under the covers there at Karen Rolton and that's why you <laughs> decided, oh, well, we're, we're not batting first on this. Oh, yes. <laughs>
7: As a, as a bowler, I always want to bowl first, yeah. but um, you know, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I felt like that game was a bit different for me because I wasn't quite happy with the way I've started this tournament with my bowling, and you know, to come into that game, I was a free mind, and to walk away with um, yeah, the figures that I did was pretty. Pretty special, but also, you know, I bowled the last over, so ideally, you know, teams are going to go and try, try and have a hack at you and try and get as many runs, so that you know helps me a little bit.
2: Well, I don't be modest. I always say self praise <laughs> is still praise. Take us through your tickets, your your, your figures, sorry.
7: <laughs> yeah, five for five for eight. Um, same um, figures as I got last year against the Brisbane Heat in the semi uh, final, which was pretty cool. So I never thought I would do it. Do that again or even try and break it or even get close. But um yeah, I I mainly my goal is when I play is to not go for a boundary. That's my main goal. Okay. Anyway,
3: five
2: yeah. wickets for eight runs reach off three point five overs this... with an economy of two point oh nine.
3: Does this mean someone at headquarters <laughs> might give you a national cricket
2: contract now or where's that at?
7: Uh, I don't think so, but we're going on a campaign,
2: Well A for you. We'll, we'll get your name uh, out there. We'll get your father involved as well. <laughs> yeah.
7: You'll you'll be right behind my my, my mother.
2: <laughs> and I said it's a big weekend. You've got the game at six forty tomorrow at Allen Border Field against the Brisbane Strikers. Then you follow it up at uh, Allen Border Oval against the Perth Scorchers. So you've got the top team and the second team two days in a row. Yeah, I think um, this
7: it's going to be really challenging for us and pro- I, I think it's actually going to be really good for us to see where we're at as a team as well. Mm. Um, you mm. know, they're two competitive sides and if we do well against them, we pretty much know that we're in a good spot.
3: Amanda, what's it like to go to a Commonwealth Games when usually cricketers are touring in singular events, you know, be it a test series oh. or one-day series? What's it like when you're then part of an Australian team that's part of many it, Australian teams if you get Madrift?
7: Yeah, it was... It was amazing. It was probably the best thing I've done in my life so far. Um, like I to be even named in that squad, I was very over the moon and very shocked, but to be able to go and live in a village with other athletes and meet so many new people and especially people from other countries, like it was so amazing and I feel like I yeah, All right. my main goal was to collect every pin, and I did that. Well done!
2: Because
7: I was happy. <laughs> well done. <laughs> the collector inside me came out. Oh, <laughs> you've
5: well got
2: done. so much ahead of you still. You're only 25 years of age. Are you know the ICC World Cups on at the moment. Did you watch Australia and Sri Lanka last night?
7: Yeah, it was actually a really good game. Marcus um, Tawny last night. He went ballistic, didn't he?
2: Yeah, I was just comparing his uh, strike rate to yours. A little bit of, oh, little really? bit of difference. <laughs> oh, dear. oh, yeah, just a little bit, you know. You
7: know, I get out for one or 2 here and there, and he goes and smashes as quick as 50, uh, you know.
2: I wish uh, I could do that. Well, I, well, it'll happen. More practice with your dad. Uh, always great to talk to you. We'll keep a close eye on you over the next uh, couple of days. As I said, uh, it's the Strikers tomorrow against uh, Brisbane at 6.40, and then on the Friday you take on the Perth Scorchers. We wish you all the very best, and hopefully you get another FIFA.
7: Ah, oh, thank you so much, and
2: fingers across. Good on you, Wello. Oh, <laughs> what an absolute uh, ripper! Uh, it is true, though, and we all go back to those days, Rich. Uh Us that are a little bit uh, older, it's not that long ago, is it? Though, but the Stuart McGill, the amount of times he should have been playing for Australia, and timing, isn't it? Yeah. So how
3: would you? How would you have felt? If you were a wicketkeeper when Rod Marsh was the Australian test keeper.
2: About the same if you were a wicketkeeper when Alan Gilchrist was there or Ian Healy was there. That's the thing. There's only 20. one. Yep. Yeah. And, and it's and, a good question. Can you play two leggies? Well, I wasn't aware. I hadn't done my homework. And I think when we spoke to her before, it did ring a bell. But there's probably, if you're good enough, there's no reason. But yep. we like the variation, don't we? Of an offie and a leggy, if you're yes. going to have two. Yep.
3: And then there are certain places where it's more than accommodating to have more spinners than pace bowlers.
2: Women's cricket is going Mm. gangbusters. It is. Like uh, many female sports around the country. All right, we're going to take a break. We're live from Studio Lumo, the text number 0427154166. We'll be reading out some more of those texts. Your favourite sports journo or football writer or the one that probably... Rubs you up the wrong way. You can have your say now. We're providing that opportunity to get it off your chest. One 736
0: A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfours are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive.
2: You're listening to the Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 17, almost done for another day. We're live from Studio Luma USA. A tech driver, Hyundai, Tucson Turbo Diesel, all-wheel drive. You are mad if you don't. We've got a competition. Here's a chance to win a wonderful prize. If you get on the phone now, we need two people. If you're into the NFL, this is right up your alley. You can win a NFL Game Pass subscription. Uh, Don't forget, you can stream every NFL game this season live on NFL Game Pass. Visit nflgamepass.com. Ring now on 1300 736 736. It's called Attack the Defence. We're going to give you a topic, all right, and then you go back and forth until someone dries out and you win that NFL Game Pass subscription. All right, ring now. 1300 736 736. If you want a free subscription to watch NFL.
3: Wouldn't it be good if Rory Laird and Zach Butters were our first two contestants?
2: Well, phones aren't ringing at the moment, Rich. We've lost our audience, so we might have to ring them. <laughs> uh, here's a text that Rory came would through. Rory be good at it. Oh, he loves it. He loves the NFL, yeah. Here's a text that came through earlier. This was from Citizen Steve when we were talking about the top journos. Mm. And uh, he had a crack at uh, Caro and being sued and all that. And then he says, just to clarify, The Age and Channel 9 had to pay all legal costs for Caro's Crows Camp court cases, apologies issued, etc. A bit embarrassing for the AFL's supposed number one
3: journal. No, but Caro didn't pay and she didn't apologise.
2: All right, I'll move on. Oh, here we go. Nor did she retract. Here's another one from Steve. Good afternoon, men. Rooch. Hello. Owen Francis wanted to be number one. He wanted the spotlight on him. Yes, my club... Oh, this is from Kangaroo Steve, is it? Mm. Yes, uh, my club stank. I get that. And there were disruptions along the way. However, with Clarkson now at the helm, we will get back on track, irrespective of this absolute joke of a Hawthorne review. These blokes who made the allegation... Oh, I've got to be careful here. Yes. Uh, well, this is all right. He says they made the allegations. It sounds like they they aren't prepared to go to court of law. Um, oh, I've got to be careful, I'll dance yeah, around this, Steve. We know where funny. you're heading, though. Um, Francis felt that his uh, number twos didn't smell. That oh. was evident when he had a go at Goldstein and wasn't prepared to do all the background work to be fully prepared. As Cain Corn says, I don't give a stuff. So after, And then it runs out because I wanted to get so many characters. Well Sorry, After Steve.
3: Matt Randell's account of how clubs do what we call the psych testing on a draftee, it'd mm. be fascinating to relive their notes and what they saw of Jason Horn Francis.
2: Imagine if you were an 18-year-old, your mind would have been a Pandora's box, wouldn't it?
3: Oh, still is.
2: <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> hey, talking of Alistair Clarkson, he was door-stopped uh, at the airport last night. He'd been over there with uh, Ange Postacoglu for a while. Yes, yes, he had. Spending a bit of yep. time. Uh, he was door-stopped, and he was good enough to stay there and answer a few questions on the investigation.
3: How are you feeling about that process now? Yeah, well, it's taken it's taken a bit of good time to get through that, but yeah, it's, at least we've got a platform now from which we can get a chance to tell our side of the story. Fags, myself and Jason have been through a tough time over the last four weeks, and yeah, just pleased that I've been able to identify a platform with which we can reveal some of the truth behind this, and uh, then we'll get on to it. The bottom line is our most significant commitment that we need to address in the, in the next little while is obviously investigation, and uh, Fags, Jason myself
2: always said right from the get-go that we'd... Cooperate fully with whatever the AFL put in place. What are your expectations on what happens next for you now?
3: Well, I just need to speak uh, speak with our lawyers and um, and also the AFL and the club. If somewhere along the line we get the opportunity to return to
2: work, then that would be great as well. But but our priority is to make sure that we cooperate fully with the investigation.
3: And North Melbourne has just issued a statement where yes, Alistair Clarkson will be returning to work at Arden Street on November one. And the White saddest, artist, Chris Fagan. Yeah, and the saddest thing about this is that Hawthorne, which had its own investigation, did not afford Chris Fagan and Alistair Clarkson the right to put their view into that draft report that went to the Hawthorne administration. That is poor.
2: Very poor set of events. Uh, in regards to the top 22, Rooch, gee, you're getting a lot of traction here. Uh, you have made a top 22. You're in Rooch. Roochie is in Hinkley's top 22 under the title of Ventriloquist Dummies. <laughs> Chops, no, Chopsy from
3: Cheltenham.
2: No, uh, Ricci used to be on the top of the heap, chief of the fertilizer. Now he's just a sidekick in a comedy show. Oh, I'm glad you appreciate our comedy, Mario. <laughs> um, Constrictor Corns couldn't even find a spot for his old mate Chompers Hayes. Ooh. Oh yes, I'm, I'm
3: still shocked. Jared Wakeley's not on that list.
2: Oh, we'll have to delve into that. Uh, Jared's coming down for the launch of our football coverage.
3: We'll have to ask
2: big, you. Big, big I caught up with uh, Geraldo yeah. at the after the AFL Grand Final celebrations at the uh, September Club in right. there.
3: Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't say he was actually into the rap dancing and all that stuff. No, He's a very not, reserved type of man. No. Um, and we've got time for another grab. Hey, if you want that NFL Game Pass subscription, just ring now, and you can go up against yourself, and you're guaranteed of getting it.
3: Yeah, exactly. Uh,
2: don't forget, you can stream every NFL game this season live on NFL Game Pass. Visit nflgamepass.com. I probably did that a little bit late in the show, so that's uh, my fault. Oh, well, we've warmed it up for tomorrow. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it tomorrow. Don't bother ringing now. Have I got time yes. to play Todd Greenberg? From I the Cricketer,
3: Cricketers Association, the Players' Union.
2: All right. I'll do the short one because yeah. Uh, yeah, he's from the Players Association. He was asked whether he thinks Dave Warner's leadership ban will be lifted. Oh,
3: do I expect it or do I hope so? Uh, yes, both. I expect it, and I'm I'm quietly confident that will happen. I think it's the right decision. If it is, uh, I think it would be a loss not just to David, but it would be a loss to Australian cricket if he's not afforded an opportunity at some point before his career finishes to lead a team.
4: Should it have happened in time for him to be a candidate for the one-day international captaincy?
3: That would certainly have been our preference. Um, I'm conscious that Cricket Australia have their own rules and regulations and they've got issues to deal with in their own model, but certainly it's been on their radar via us for a long period of time. Um, There is a sense of frustration, but hopefully we'll get that answer in the coming weeks. Mm, Okay, look forward to how this one plays out.
2: Little cow noise again there, Roach. Well, that's when you're starting to nod off, isn't no, you? You got a deep it's, voice.
3: No, it's very, yeah. As we've said before, Kim won't forget. And maybe we won't even forgive on that one on the sandpaper game. Oh, there'll
2: be some people that won't. It is interesting hearing Fab du Duplessis and uh, even Tim Payne. The whole cricketing world inside that fraternity—they know that it was happening. Every country was doing it. Yeah. I don't know if that was quite as brazen. Whether it be the lollies as... or yeah. Yeah. The hair product, yeah. the sandpaper wasn't a good look, and uh, rightly so. As an Australian, we were all embarrassed and mortified.
3: Particularly when they've got the fair whack. Kept seeking the high moral ground in these issues, yeah. Kim.
2: Well, they need to get that resolved tomorrow. We might need a new captain Friday when we take on the to and froms. <laughs> uh, they'll give Finchie another chance MCG. back right, home. Yeah, yeah. MCG. Oh. Hey, thanks for your company tonight. Thank you for all the texts. Thank you for the unbelievable amount of support that Roach got. Do you not reckon I'd make a top 50? Got a top 50. Well, is it Kane's list or the general public's?
3: Oh, no, I've got no chance either way.
2: Oh, I reckon Kano had you at 23. <laughs> he does love you. Hey, Ray, we'll see you tomorrow. I'll put the vest on. Good night, everyone.